Hello, and thank you for tuning into the pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is Wednesday, aka Hump Day, the middle of the week where there's only two more days after it, and then you get to the weekend. And depending on whatever your schedule is, whether you're working, having fun, or living the dream life of a rock star and a celebrity, you probably enjoy the weekend, or you probably try to enjoy the weekend. So let's just have all that mindset for us to enjoy the weekend. I mean, granted, no one wants to work on the weekend, but if we have to, let's just try to make it a better ordeal. Let's get to the talking, man. Let's get to it. So today is Wednesday, and we're going to get to the favorite part of the podcast. But before we get there, I'd like to point out that every day is an opportunity for you to do something, for you to reach into yourself, for you to believe into yourself, and for you to understand that you can do it. Sometimes things are difficult. Sometimes life doesn't turn out the way we want to. Sometimes one road leads to another. One door closes because another one's supposed to open. Everything is not always going to be the way we want it to be. But I don't think that's what life is anyway. I think we have to be realistic with that. And I think we also have to be fully aware of what that means. Anyways, moving on from that. I just want to tell you that you're a star wherever you are. There's a lot going on in the world right now that might make you feel like you might not have star power. I'm very frustrated about, you know, the war that's taking place in Russia. And I'm very frustrated about a lot of things, especially politics and and just the climate of what's going on all at once. It gets kind of annoying, but... I seek happiness, right? I chase my dreams, right? I live in color. I live in wonder. I laugh a lot. I enjoy my life and I don't have anything to regret. I'm unapologetic and I don't really give a fuck what anybody has to say. How did I get to that point? Confidence, courage, fearless. I got to that point because I stopped caring about people's opinions and I stopped caring about people's thoughts, their objections and what they want me to do. It's not your life. It's mine. Granted, things turn out different ways, but they're supposed to. So I dare you. I encourage you. I invite you to join me on this fearful journey to happiness. Look in the mirror, whether you're in the bathroom, whether you're anywhere, and see what I see. See that you can do it. See that anything is possible. Say, yes, I can. Because you can. Say yes, you can, because limits and fear isn't going to get you anywhere. It's not going to help you finish what you started. You have to finish things. You have to jump in. Sometimes you have to jump out of a plane. You can close your eyes, but you should open them so you can see the landing, unless you have a fear of heights. But you can't live your life being scared of things. So I dare you. I invite you. Love your reflection. Love who you are. Love, love life. And live unapologetically. Happy Wednesday. Let's get into my the favorite part of my conversation. No media allowed. No media allowed. No media allowed. Because they lie to us. They lie to us anyway. Yesterday we talked about immigration. And all my frustrations with this. With these idiotic politicians with that. Today I want to talk about legislation. And I want to also talk about the a piece of uh legislation that's very important for United States of America. 
legislation is created for things to change. At least that's what they point out that it's supposed to be. That's not always the case. It isn't. It's it's just something that's being used as leverage from time to time. And I think that it gets ignored and really important things get left on the back burner and things don't happen the way they're supposed to happen. Granted, we all experienced what happened to George Floyd about two years ago, whatever it was. We all saw the horror, the nightmare, the pain. It, it wasn't just George Floyd. It was a lot of other people that experienced it. But it's not just problems with race or police or people thinking they're superior to human life, thinking that they have the ability to take life in their own hands and not be held accountable for it. Or they're not going to like, be put in jail. Where's the accountability for these politicians saying that they're going to change legislation and they're going to change the way things are being run? If we're basing things off of documentation that was created in the beginning of our time, basically, in the United States of America, then shouldn't we be trying to follow that? If they want to update it, aren't they supposed to, the Constitution... Aren't they supposed to be updating certain parts of it, not all of it? And if that's the case, then what's going on? Because this ordeal with Twitter, the things that are happening in Wall Street, this mindset where people are afraid to go against the jab and afraid to talk about reality and afraid to point out things, it gets just a little frustrating, does it not? Why are we scared to say things? The Democratic Party is not doing a great job. The Republicans are not that great either. And the progressives are fully mentally just gone. Like their idea about give, 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 that shit doesn't work. And I know you want this to be the country of the great that saves everybody. But again, I want to point out the fact that Kamala Harris told people of Haiti not to come to the United States and she sent them to their deaths. Because... You know how you don't hear about those people? They're dead. They were murdered. They're dead. But you know how it works with the Ukrainians that are dealing with a war in Ukraine? The United States gives them all these things as refugees. And and it's different. My mom pointed out that someone said that maybe it's because the United States is worried about the fact that Less people are having kids and they're trying to catch up with the fact that there's less Caucasian Americans. I don't necessarily agree with that, but maybe she has a point. Why is it that Ukrainians are better than Haitians? Why is it that you let people go back to Haiti and die, but but you'll save Ukrainians? And I'm not saying what's happening with Russia and Ukraine is okay, but if we're talking about legislation... What kind of legislation exists for refugees where you're picking out which refugees you want to bring over here? Because I don't get that because you don't act like that with minorities. So it kind of feels a little racist. It it does. 
And I'm not going to say anything else about that because I don't know what they're doing. I can't tell you what you're doing. I can tell you what it looks like. You sent Kamala Harris to tell Haitians they can't come to the United States. So who the fuck did you send to the Ukrainians to tell them that they can't come here? Because it's still COVID. People are still dying every day. And we need to have that mindset going forward where we're not acting like everything's okay because it's not okay. Who is writing this legislation? Who is making these changes? Because these lying ass politicians say they're going to do one thing and then they don't do it. So no one's actually held accountable. When do we hold them accountable? When? Do we hold them accountable? I mean, I'm wondering what I just said to you about the race and all those things. That's just one part of it. There's far worse parts of that. They're giving away things they won't give to Americans, to people that aren't American. There are poor people that are homeless in the United States of America that are supposed to be on a waiting list, but you're going to make the waiting list longer because you're going to give people that are refugees things faster. I'm sorry, there has to be some rules and some regulations for these things. And there just aren't. And it's just, it's not okay. So legislation, who's doing the legislation? Is Biden fixing student loans? Because he keeps saying he is, but I don't see it. Are they really getting rid of the, the tax problems in the United States where they overtax the middle class and, and they, and they want to act like we should feel so sympathetic to people that are under the middle class? Honestly, is there even a middle class anymore? Is it just rich and poor at this point? Because what is the middle class exactly? How does that work? That you're going to make me pay more taxes for someone that does not work or pay taxes at all. How does that work? How is it that people get food stamp cards and all this money from the government, but then you don't allow other people to do that? How does that work? Isn't that a question? Somebody should be asking these questions. But then when you ask these questions, who answers them? As a, a young person living in the United States of America, you know, figuring out what I'm doing with my life every day, living my life as a podcaster, as someone that's in this field, that's constantly listening to a million things all at once, all the time. I'm always looking at Wall Street. I'm always looking at CNBC. I'm always listening to politicians. I'm always looking at what's happening. I'm listening to Republicans. I'm listening to Democrats. Unfortunately, I have to listen to the progressives too. And I was really on their side about a lot of things, but they just started turning me off. The idea can't be that you want some psychotic dream that's non-existent. Most of you people, your parents moved from these other countries to the United States for a reason. So I know you want to complain and you want to make it sound like you, you're complaining because you want the United States to be better. But are you going to get rid of the, the Constitution? Are you going to get rid of the foundation of America by allowing all these other things to happen and not holding people accountable? Police that kill people need to be in jail they need to be put to sleep okay one two there shouldn't be no knock warrants that shouldn't exist and if people don't follow the law of these police officers don't do their job they need to get fired not only do they need to get fired but they should never be able to work in the field again and they need to do better background checks on some of these psychotic people Second, guns. Shouldn't we have better legislation to just be allowing people to get firearms and go around shooting people and killing people? Because that seems to be happening a lot. There's a big problem right now with homicides, mass shooting, and deaths. 
especially in East Coast, New York, Chicago. I could go on. Detroit. The, there's problems here. Where I live, not that far from where I live, there's a problem with police officers and people are getting shot. Like, and that's not even a big deal. Now this just part of new. The crime rate is at an all-time high. What is the Biden administration doing to fix that? And we can't just say we're American. People should have rights with guns. Not everybody should have rights with guns. People that have, like, mental issues, like, more time needs to be taken to figure that shit out. And it's not being taken. So, questionable. It's just, it's too much. Legislation is not changing. One. Two. No one's being held accountable. When these people don't do what they're supposed to do, no one says, what the fuck's going on? Why aren't you doing this? We don't have a voice of that. And Kamala Harris is really horrible, and everybody knows it, which is why she's hated. The Democratic Party is not going to win in 2024. Can I tell you why they're not going to win? Let me be the bearer of bad news for our you liberal loons. I'll tell you why. Americans have had enough of you giving away things that aren't yours to give away, of you overcharging us for taxes, of you lying, with you lying to us, telling us one thing and doing another. We've had enough. We're over it. No more. No more. I don't want to hear Biden run around saying we have to save America. Please stop fucking talking about Trump. That man has not been in office for two years. You can say whatever you want about Trump, but I would like to point out the fact that when he was in office, the gas, is, the gas price was not this high. Buying groceries didn't suck. It didn't feel like I was really having to debate what to get. There, things just weren't like this. And now, who knows? I know you people want to complain about Trump. You want to complain about the Republican Party. You want to complain about all these things that are happening. And you want to act as if there's a way to fix it. Biden wasn't fixing it. It's going right back to Obama for eight years that actually didn't really do anything to help us. I'm sorry. Medicaid, medical for all, the idea of Canada is not going to work in the United States. There's too many people here. It's, it's not going to work. They should have already forgiven student loans if they can give who knows how much money to the Ukrainian government to help them with weaponry. Then they can figure out how to get rid of student loans. Where's the legislation for all this stuff? Where is it? I want you to continue to ask yourself that question. Everything I just said to you about the racist acts, about the fact that there's money being spent on things, about the fact that no one's held accountable. Where's the legislation for these things? There is none. Food for thought for your Wednesday. They can't rein in and change things if there's no legislation to begin with. The George Floyd thing that they were supposed to create, where's that? It's non-existent. All the hype that they had against all the people that were getting victimized from police brutality, where's the fixing of the police? It's non-existent. I'm just telling you like it is. Nothing's getting fixed. Anyways... Moving on to the next part of our conversation. Thanks for tuning in to this hump day version of No Medium. A lot.
media loud, no media loud, no media loud. They lied to us, they lied to us anyway. Getting back to Born Star. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about some fun things. Let's get to the fun, man. Cornhole and summer fun. I love playing cornhole. It's just a simple game where it's like a hacky sack and a little big box with some holes in it. And you got to see how much skill you got in the backyard and grass. Uh, hopefully you're wearing some comfortable shoes, preferably sneakers. And you're just, you know, in the backyard with your family or your friends. And it's such a fun game. You can, you know, order a whole cornhole case for yourself. Uh, and you can have it in your backyard. You can bring it to the park. It's just something that's truly amazing and truly fun. Um, it's one of my most favorite things to play outside of uh, croquet or tennis or anything like that. It's 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 a lot of fun. I also really like golf, but cornhole is definitely one of my favorite games to actually play in the backyard. It takes up so much time, and you can really get into it, and you can really explore and see how amazing it is. So if you're looking for some summer fun, I definitely recommend you get into playing cornhole and you investigate the sport and investigate how to get yourself what you need to get started. I also recommend that you investigate maybe how to spruce up your backyard and have fun. You know, any day could be a grilling day and a fun day. So, you know, take into consideration when you're looking at a house, when you're looking at property, when you're looking at whatever you're looking at, how do you get a cornhole backyard? You need a decent amount of space and you need some sunlight so you can really figure out how to get it in there summer fun means grilling means salads means fun and i dare you to find it so from one corn holer to another corn holer i invite you to find fun and i invite you to like it and i invite you to continue to have fun all summer long it doesn't just have to be uh cornhole that i'm just a little addicted to that it could be golf it could be tennis it could be any of those things it it could be any of those sports but you you need to start with cornhole that's that should be the first one you're looking at anyways next part of our conversation outside of the fact that i love cornhole early do it's really fun what's summer fun bringing friends and family over Going into your backyard, regardless if your backyard is big, you have a deck, you live in an apartment complex, uh, you live in a condo, whatever your living situation is, if you've got a uh, an area for a backyard, whether it's surrounded by a pool or whether you've got a little walking path and it's surrounded by a lake, whatever your situation, whatever your backyard situation is. You need to get out and you need to enjoy some summer fun. We're getting in the spring. We can get away from coats and gloves and hats and the cold. And we need to get into the spring and the niceness of the weather. We need to get back into that mindset. I think that it, it can only get better from here. So summer fun. Count me in. Summer fun. Let's go then. Summer fun. Yes, so me. I love summer. You and me. I don't know. I thought that was fun, but. That sounded iffy. Maybe I should try that again. Anyways, moving on to the next part of our conversation. Loving the crazy fun energized me. I'm loving who I'm growing into, who I've been growing into, and who I'm becoming. Before, I used to be scared to be who I was. I used to take things way too personally, and I used to be very emotional about things that don't warrant emotions. Things happen. People come and go. Like, you know who who's really with you, and you know who isn't. 
Not everyone's your best friend. They're not supposed to be. You can't trust everybody you meet. And some relationships are going to be broken. Some things aren't going to work out. That's just life. You have to grow. You have to learn. You have to aspire to be better. And you have to just keep going. Do I wish things some things had it turned out one way versus another? Sure. Do I let that cloud my entire day? No. I I like to press forward. I like to be very innovative. I like to be enthusiastic and I like to be positive. So I don't let things that aren't fitting into that narrative of my life consume me. I don't really let anything consume anymore. I've moved on from that mindset, that tight knit, I can't breathe. How am I going to do this mindset? Or I'm scared of this. I'm scared of that. I stopped doing that a long time ago and I'm very upset at myself that I ever did it. I'm upset with myself that I ever gave a fuck about anybody that does not deserve my time. And you know who deserves my time? My family that love me and the little bit of friends that I have. And it's not a lot of them because people can't be trusted. They say you're your friends, but typically they're only your friends because they fucking want something. That's not a friend. Like if somebody's just talking to you because they're bored, I don't know if that's your friend. That's just somebody you're seeing. That's not even an associate. That's just a person. It takes a lot for someone to be your friend, like a lot. And honestly, it's a tough world. So be careful who you're trusting. But I'm loving who I'm, who I am, who I've turned into in, in this fun life I'm living. Instead of being upset and sad about things, I'm just laughing more. Instead of taking things emotionally and getting sad or upset, I'm just rationalizing things like, yeah, this is happening for a reason. Like, obviously, blah, blah. Like, instead of being that person, I'm just learning. Like, things happen for good and bad. I'm just learning. Not everything is going to be the way you want it to be. And I say that at the beginning of this podcast. Sometimes you have to live and learn. It took me a long time to get to this point. Maybe not a long time, but it took me a couple of years. Like, COVID really brought me through some shit. And it really gave me a hindsight of life. Like, what am I doing? Calling people, waiting for them to call me back. Or what am I doing? Giving people my time that don't deserve it. Or what am I doing investing myself in something that doesn't deserve my investment? Because it's not worth the money or the time or effort I'm putting into it. See what I'm saying? Like, you have to be very careful. The biggest investment you have is your time. What are you putting your time into? That's the one thing we can't stop. Time. There's no machines, dude. There's not a watch. It's not a movie. It's not a sci-fi series. It's reality. The one thing we can't hold on to is time. But the one thing we can take away from that is memories, our pictures, our laughter, our amazing relationships with people we love. Don't let the bad cloud your happiness. I think the biggest lesson I could have ever learned is that one door closes so another one can open. And Not every day is going to be the same weather. So you are the creator of your happiness. Don't let anyone tell you what you can't paint. You can paint whatever you want. I like to just paint with color sometimes and just shove all the paint on the board and see what it looks like after. Honestly, I think that's the best way to paint. 
I think the best way to paint is to do some shading, is to create the object or create the vibe you're feeling, and then just go fully at it. That's what I think. I could be right, I could be wrong, but I, I kind of think I'm right, especially when it comes to art. I, th I think that's the answer there. <laughs> Moving into the next part of our conversation. Life has a way of swaying you in the right direction. That coincides with what I just said. Sometimes you don't get to make that judgment. Sometimes just the, your life does it for you. Sometimes it's like this doesn't match up with who I am right now. I can't work at this job anymore. Sometimes it's you don't match up with who I am right now. We can't be in a relationship with each other no more. Sometimes it's I can't feel bad for you because I got my own shit I have to do. That too. You can love somebody, but sometimes distance is necessary. Sometimes it's necessary for you to break apart from something that existed prior. Sometimes that's necessary. I'm not saying you can't have relationships with your family members, but you can't always be the person that's always around for your family members. You can't be that person. Because how are you going to be there for you if you're that person? You can't be the one friend that's always doing something for everybody else and then no one does anything for you. How can you be that person? Life sways you a certain way because sometimes life's just like, yeah, that's too much. Stop. That's why if you have a feeling, if you're thinking something, you're probably right. If you have a mindset that somebody's doing something that might be taking advantage of you, they probably are. I'm just telling you, it's true. Be bigger, be better, be wiser, be smarter, be more aware of your surroundings and who you're surrounded by. Some people are users, takers, thieves, and they don't give a fuck about you. They just want something you have. Once they get that, they don't care about you. That's the objective. The objective in life is retail sales. How much can they get from something you're providing? And this is what companies do. They want to use and abuse till there's nothing left. And how can any of these fuckers be surprised that there's a problem with the job market because there's not enough people signing up for these shitty jobs. I see it all the time. Now hiring signs everywhere. I find it hilarious. You want to know why I find it hilarious? You did this to yourself. There's no sympathy for me for any of this shit. You did this. Not me. You. So, moving on from this part of the conversation. Life sways you away from things or toward things I'm, i want to say it sways you away from things that are bad and i want to say that it sways you toward things that are created especially for you i think you should want to follow your dreams and i think that you should want to live your life unapologetically and i think that you should just not be scared or fearful of anything that's my philosophy on life, and I'm going to continue to follow that mindset, and I think it's going to lead me exactly to all the beauty and the glory that I can possibly find. So if you want to take my advice, go ahead. You know, it hasn't steered me wrong. Why not believe in yourself? If you're having this feeling, like, in your conscious that's telling you, I don't know about this, 
why not think maybe this isn't smart and maybe back away from it? Why not be that person that's aware of things and questions people's tunes? Doesn't mean you don't trust people. You're just questioning what they're doing. Why can't you be that person? Why can't you be? Right? No one said you can't be smart. No one said that. Anyways, moving on to the next part of our conversation. Life sways you a certain way. Outside of life swaying you a certain way. Let's embrace now. Let's not be worried about the past. Let's not think too far into the future. Because how the hell can we possibly see like... 10 years I'm, I mean I'm still trying to figure out how we're going to get over COVID in a year or how we're going to get through shit that's happening today I don't like to think out that far in advance when people ask me like where do you see yourself in five years like sometimes I can get to that answer depending on what we're talking about but mostly I don't want to answer that question because I don't know I mean shit if I win the lottery and I become really rich I'm definitely going to be a bougie person and you're not going to see me bro bye I'm not even gonna lie. Like, if I get a deal with Sirius Radio or I get a deal with my podcast, I'm out, Cub Scout. Like, I'm still gonna do this because I love doing it. But, like, I'm not going to be one of those people that's going to keep a day job and be filthy rich. I'm not doing that. So, pass. I mean, hopefully, I will be one of those people that win the lottery, but I guess we're just gonna have to wait and we're gonna have to see. Um,. Embrace your now. Don't be sad about things that didn't work out. We talked about that earlier. Be the person that just takes things and just lives with them and just moves the fuck on. You don't have to be so emotional. You don't have to cry about everything. You don't have to be waiting for somebody all the time. You don't have to have that availability. You can be better. I like to say I'm the person that understands because I've had many experiences in different situations. So it gives me more of an observance of life. People sometimes ask me why I'm always happy or why I'm always so cheery or enthusiastic. It's because I'm living carefree. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not stressed about anything. I know things are going to work out. Why? Because I persevere. I'm very persistent and I get things done. I'm not worried about tomorrow because I know it's going to happen any goddamn way. So what what's going to get accomplished by me saying, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? How's this going to work? How's that going to work? That's not going to get you anywhere. That's just going to give you a fucking headache and it's just going to make you stressed out. Like there's enough to stress you out and make you have like OCD and make you have all these weird emotions and feelings in life where people think they need psychiatrists and they need to go on these online platforms and tell their whole life story to a stranger. And I'm not saying that psychiatry can't help you. I'm not saying that. But, like, you have to get to whatever you're doing on your own. That That's what I'm saying. Embrace you. Embrace your now. Embrace today. Think about tomorrow when it comes tomorrow and don't be worried and stressed out about shit that doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. You can't control other people. You can't control their path. You can't control their thoughts. You can only think about you. So think about you now. Moving on to the next part of our conversation. Let's get into Star Wars talk, Star Wars talk. We watch together. So 
I finished the second season of Ted Lasso, and all I can tell you is, please, God, let there be a third season coming, because I loved it, and it was awesome. Um, as someone that loves watching soccer, loves watching it, like, the actual games and loves the background of soccer, I really, really, really enjoyed it. It was really a lot of fun. Um, I love Apple. I, I talked about it earlier in the week about how much Apple is doing and how amazing they are. They really are truly amazing. Um, what's going on with Netflix? A lot of things are going on with Netflix. Is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. Like, I like to think Netflix has, I don't know, a plan here. Because they did really shitty on Wall Street. Like, they did really bad. Like, it plunged. But then again, they've been at the top for so long. I mean, what was the expectation here? That they were going to be able to retain that? I mean, that's not realistic. And then they're they're saying they're going to do all this stuff or they're going to change all these things, but are they really going to change all these things? Like, I don't know, man. Like, I want to say yes, but, like, I really really don't know. Like, there's a lot of things on Netflix right now. I want to watch Narcos Mexico. That looks very good. We got to finish Crocodile Monsters. We never finished that. We also got to finished uh murderville that's just hilarious you're probably gonna love that um there's a lot there they've got some legacy some wayne gacy tapes uh secret series but i don't really think i want to watch that that's something where i don't know if i want to look at that maybe we'll try that but we have a lot of shit to look at stranger things When's that? Coming to an end. Soon, I'd say. I'm, I mean... I have questions about Stranger Things 4, and I talk about it all the time because you know I'm addicted because I like sci-fi. But I'm not going to go, like, totally insane about it and, and talk about it forever this time because I just don't feel like that's necessary. Why did they take so long to get back to that? Granted, it was COVID, but now we're two years into it, so I'm still having the same question I had before. What the hell is happening? And there's no one to answer this. There's something called Choose or Die that's on Netflix that looks okay that I think I might give a try to it looks like something maybe I'd look at there's a lot there now people are complaining about it and people are like they're dropping Netflix they can go ahead and drop Netflix the idea that you think you're spending more for Netflix is you're confused why did Netflix go up from whatever the original price is to 21 whatever it went up because that's what happens as you grow it went up because everything went up it's called inflation welcome to it welcome to it everything has gone up hulu went up uh amazon went up it used to be i don't know 119 for a year membership now it's 139.9 it used to be 12.99 a month for amazon now it's 14.99 hulu used to definitely be cheaper now that's more expensive like Everything costs more. Like, games cost more. Video game systems cost more. Everything costs more. Ordering food out costs more. Going to the movies costs more. Everything's just at a higher rate. 
I know it's easy for people to complain about Netflix. But I like Netflix. And regardless of the complaints, I'm still going to watch it. So if you want to be people that are just going to not understand that, go ahead. But I'm not going to be that person. I'm going to give Netflix a chance. Because when I didn't have other programs, I always had Netflix and there's always something there. There's always a variety of things that are available. And if we're talking about competition, as bad as Netflix did on Wall Street, nothing's worse than a platform not having anything for people to look at. And that's what's on Amazon. That's what's on Disney. Nothing. The shit that they have, it's like a limited edition of it. It's like, it's not enough. I want things every week. Do more. Catch up to HBO. HBO has been pushing shit out for a long time. And I'm sorry. Other people have not caught up with that. It must be rough to be running a company where you have strings being pulled from different places. Netflix isn't experiencing that. And I have no doubt in my mind that they'll catch back up and they'll gain those uh, new users that they need. And in the back office and the back side of Netflix, they'll figure it out. They'll get the numbers right. It'll all work out. But... That's the nature of Wall Street. Things go up, things go down. I'm not going to give up on Netflix, but moving into Amazon from Netflix. What's next on Amazon? They've got a bunch of movies, but they don't look like they're, oh my God, great. They look like, oh, okay, this is fine. They're like, okay, but they're not like, I can't wait to see the rest of this. It's not making me feel any kind of way. Like... Am I supposed to be feeling like I can't wait to see what's ever next here? Because I don't feel like that. I'm going to look at Prime Video while I'm talking to you right now to try to find an example of what I'm talking about. Here we go. That last show they had was good but what's next there like the boys is coming out soon no lie i do like the boys i don't have the date for that disney plus they gotta be pushing out marvel all the time like they have all the rights to all those marvel properties like the universe is unlimited right now in marvel world what are they doing and hbo like where's this new season of harley coin because i've been waiting for it and where is it to be decided is the answer to that question to be decided meaning i don't know but i guess we're gonna figure that out at some point soon right isn't that the point i don't know man i don't know um it's very questionable but we'll find out there's a lot going on Oh, Reacher. Reacher was the name of that. I feel like HBO and Netflix, I don't even know about Hulu, because Hulu does have its own personal, like, Hulu-specific items, but they're not as good as they could be. But, like, you're talking about Netflix, like Netflix is doing five million things. 
they're only producing things for us to look at. Amazon is doing a lot of different things. And they're not doing that great where they could be doing. Like, I mean, I wish I could sit down with someone in the back office and talk to them about the fact that they have to come out with things every week. It can't be every six to eight months. Same thing with Disney. You can't just come out with Moon Knight and expect everybody's going to be excited. Now, I like Moonlight. I like their Marvel properties. I like what they've done with a lot of things that they have on there. But it has to be more than just that. And it can't just be a certain amount of things you're coming out with. You have to create weekly things to compete now with Apple. Because at this point, Apple's at the top of the list. And Apple wasn't. Remember when Apple came out with C? Well, now there's far more than that there. They have After Party. They have Severance. They have... That what's it called uh, suspicion. They have that new show that they come uh, about the horses. They have a lot of amazing things. They already had the C one about the blind people. Uh, again, I told you about how much I love Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, one of the most amazing sports shows that you'll ever find in the existence of sports, and it's on Apple. If I'm watching that, I'm not thinking about Disney. If I'm watching that, I'm not thinking about Amazon. I'm like combed into that. Apple's figured out their thing, and I'm sorry, but Amazon and Disney Plus are not figuring it out. They're falling behind, bro. And I want them to do better because I love watching good things. I love good content, and I love being a user of good of good streaming services. So catch up and do your damn job and get in line. You can't be behind Netflix and HBO and Apple Plus. If you're trying to compete with them, then compete correctly. Like the boys, brilliant. Continue that. Find more. Hannah, okay, now we're talking. Do things that are operating better. Will of Time, that was great, but that's not the same thing as Game of Thrones. Can you stupid journalists and you morons online trying to compare those two together, shut the hell up. Like, could we stop? There's no comparison. Let's be realistic here. There's no comparison. They have to do more. And I know you must be thinking, you have a lot to say about a lot of things. I am a critic. Why am I a critic? I do a podcast with Skip called We Give You the Review. We literally give the review of things we're watching. And I do it here too on Born to Be Star too. Like Star Watch Talk, I do that here too. It's nothing special. Like, Hello? I'm trying to keep you in the loop, man, so you know what to watch, so you know what to listen to, so you know what services to have, so you're not wasting money on shit you don't need, so you're not paying for things that aren't necessary, so you're watching the best thing that's available. I told my mom to look at Flight Attendant because it's amazing, dude. It's hilarious. The main character in that show, totally awesome. She's just totally awesome. Basically, I'm saying do better. Basically, I'm saying catch up, man, or you're going to get left behind. That's what I'm saying. Moving on to the next part of our conversation, food. Like I said yesterday, you know, finding simple things to make. Sometimes if you don't want to cook, I'm just going to tell you order a pizza. I'm just going to tell you if you don't want to cook, find something that's going to be easy to get delivered to you. Sometimes you don't want to cook. Sometimes you don't want to cook healthy. Sometimes you don't want to go to the grocery store. Sometimes you just want to have a day where you're like, I don't fucking care. I just want something fast and I don't want this to take a long time. If you're having that day, don't feel bad about it. Have that day. That's all I'm saying. 
Anyways, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this Wednesday pod of Born to be a Star. And I will see you tomorrow on Thursday. Bye.